If Optimus Prime and Jessica Rabbit had a baby, this website would be it. You're listening to The Fellas. Find that music? No, 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 no. All this time we're fucking listening to uh, Marvel movies, and that's like perfect for every one of them. Where the fuck did you pull that out from? Same place where we pulled the same out. What, freemusic.com? Yeah. Yeah. From it's, the same guy, man. It's awesome. The guy's awesome. He's pretty good. Well, guys, you listen to the fellas. As always, it's me and Ray. Today, not because I want to, but because Hollywood has dictated that we do so. And remember, this is something we explained on that last episode with Isle of Dogs, how all the fun shit that we genuinely wanted to see, we just started pushing to the side to watch the Hollywood shit that comes out that we don't want to see, but you, the people, want to see. Where's my Bane mask? I do this for you the people but your next marvel movie so basically every marvel movie that comes out we're gonna see it whether i want to or not so uh of course since we saw a marvel movie we yeah. had to get our uh our new official comic book movie expert dre excelsior mary <laughs> oh, fuck man excelsior so now you're, now you're mary really mighty know. marvel movie goers now you really know what it feels like to be stan lee because he can't <laughs> he's losing his shit he can't remember a goddamn thing the same stan lee that was in this movie that delivered his lines in an unenthusiastic way is there another one no all right it's the only stan lee i know well stan the man lee that's what he does i know stanley black and decker I wanted to see that Stanley on screen, the one that wanted to go to the titty bar that didn't get to go because uh, apparently they uh, CG'd it in in Deadpool. Oh, yeah. I remember he was complaining about that. So he wanted yes. to actually be in a titty bar instead of having one CG'd in. In a lot of ways, Stan's still a man's man. He's from back in the day. You know what he told people when they asked him about digital distribution of comics where Marvel wanted to do the thing? Oh, we'll just have people download comics onto their devices and they pay for a subscription. You know what Stanley said about that? He said, comic books are just like breasts. They're great to see on the screen, but you'd really rather hold it in your hand. He said that. And the person he was saying it to was kind of like, oh, wow. Um, yeah, we, we can't be saying stuff like that. I like to think that Stan Lee stood up and strangled him after that. Yep. Good old, old-timey old Stan. Like, this is what we're reduced to. We saw Ant-Man, and before I get into the details, I'm oh, sorry, Ant-Man and Wasp. Yeah, don't forget we're, her. We're in the Me Too era. I don't want to uh, I don't want to get a she gets her own title on me. Yeah. Next thing you know, they're going to have Ant-Man, the Wasp, and the Ant-Butlers. No, it's going to be, the next movie is going to be Wasp and Wasp the second. It's going to be her and a little girl. I will say, Disney, uh, Disney's learned a lesson. I mean, this is sure as shit. I'll come right out and say, I fucking hated the first one. I know. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people could tell. Well, no, you came out fucking shooting, come all over the goddamn screen saying how great the first one I was. Didn't, I, that wasn't me. That was, uh, was like, the eh. busted up computer we still have in the quarter that Dame. Yeah, hey, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the first one. I did honest. not enjoy the first one. It wasn't as if the first one was insulting me. It was kind of like the first one just really wasn't trying. It, it, it felt like a marriage in which the excitement for sex isn't quite there. You're just going to have sex because it's like, man, I need to get to bed in like an hour, but I can't sleep. Let me bust a nut so I can go to sleep. But using my hands kind of silly when I got a woman right there. So, you know, you, you go to your wife and say, hey, Hey, baby, roll over. It's utilitarian. You're just doing it so you can go to sleep. And that's what the first Ant-Man movie felt like. And to give you an example of what I mean, tell me something. Yeah. Both both you guys, tell me something. What's worse, having a bad credit score or having no credit score? 
Oh, man. But having a bad credit score means you still get credit. No credit score is probably worse. Right. Like, you haven't attempted to build any credit whatsoever. Yeah. You've never had a credit card. You've never had shit. A bad credit score is always better than no credit score because people are willing to take a risk with a bad credit score because they know what parameters they can work with you in. No credit score is a complete fucking enigma and nobody wants to fuck with it. Yeah. Nobody at all. Been there before. (laughs) Now, the one thing a movie producer doesn't want to hear. The only thing that's worse than someone coming out of the theater and saying, that was a shitty movie. Only thing, people say, oh, that's the worst thing they want to hear. No. Only thing worse than that is people coming out of that theater and saying, what was the fucking point of all that? Oh. And then walking off. Because now, I'm not going to tell anybody about it. In fact, I'm going to completely forget that it ever existed. If there's a fucking sequel, I might not even know that I saw the first one. And now, what's the point of the sequel building up from the previous viewers? You see what I'm saying? You know what? But the movie did actually pretty well this weekend. Well, no, no. I'm not saying part... I'm not saying Ant-Man Part 2. I'm saying Part 1. Oh. I came out of Part 1 saying, what was the fucking point of that? They had introduced Ant-Man, and that's about that it. That was it. You can introduce I kind of enjoyed the first one because I'm not a huge fan of Paul Rudd, uh-huh. but seeing him in Ant-Man sold me on him. You know, he he was like the booster gold of the Marvel Universe. Yes. You know, the booster and beetle with the heart of gold, you know. Not really good at anything, but he tries hard. Well, yeah. No, I no, I completely get that. I did get that vibe from so him. So I, I enjoyed it, you know, and it just added a different aspect what a comic book movie could be. So I'm I kinda, always I, I, tell I, I enjoyed people, it for what it was. The part one, I don't condemn anybody for enjoying it because it, it wasn't a bad movie it wouldn't be fair for me to say part one was a bad movie it just had no fucking direction the overall plot can you even remember what the fucking plot was the guy made a suit and then the wasp no that's the wasp. No, that's yellow jacket two. yellow jacket thank you right. yellow jacket steals a suit and okay then- it was the same story as iron man one okay it was yeah, a dumb and- story. It was kind of cliche story but and it, was, on it, was, a, on it, was, it had a charm to it the villain was a piece of shit it's the same story as iron man one okay yeah but the iron man one had a little bit more depth because it's like oh this guy steals he didn't steal his suit he stole the technology to make the suit and he's going to have his company running guns but the company is actually funding terrorists this guy is funding terrorists this guy tried to assassinate tony this guy is trying to take over the company it's obvious that this guy is a bad guy yeah but in the first ant-man the guy was pretty much just an asshole i, I didn't see what made him different from any other businessman like yo we yeah, can make a to, lot of money to steal, he wanted to steal Pym's technology to make reproduce money. it and sell it to the military or sell it to whoever to, yeah. to make money. Yeah, the thing is, selling that shit to the military is completely legal. Yeah, but Pym didn't want that to be his legacy. He didn't want his, his technology and his invention used for that. So yeah, it's like fuck same man. thing. What same thing that happened to Tony and Iron Man? Yeah, he but this guy stop, was this guy you know? was funding terrorists with the express purpose of pushing the government to force them to get more military shit from him, which is something that's just that's that's snidely whiplash twirling my mustache style evil. Okay, that's fine. I get that, but the Ant Man. And one, I was like, yeah, all this stuff is pretty much legal. Or oh, I don't want you doing this shit. Well, I'm just going to go behind your back and take your shit and do it anyway. So I'm going to use another version of my suit to go and take back the old suit from you. But it's like once all the dust settles at the end of the day, the whole rest of the world will keep on turning. Yeah. He didn't show how this in any way was going to endanger the freedom of America or blow up a country or something. It's like, yeah, this guy's an asshole.
asshole. I don't want him selling my shit. My whole thing was like, all right, that was kind of like something I would sleep on. So I would expect the, the jokes and everything else to keep me interested in it. And the jokes were there, but none of them really made me laugh. And it wasn't because they weren't funny. It, it was more because they were like geared towards like a PG audience. And I was like, oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Oh, look, there's a giant train coming at him. He's screaming. Oh, and the train hits him and falls off. The that was a good trailer. The that was pretty damn funny. The day, but it was in the trailer. So yeah, it, was it like, lost uh, its impact by right, the time you saw the movie. Let's, this one didn't do that. Yeah, okay. This one didn't do that. So what I'll do. Fast forward to 2018. Yeah. Let me let me go over the plot real quick. The plot on this one has a little bit more impact to it, which is good. Apparently, Paul Rudd. I'm sorry. Uh, his character is Scott Lang. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Fucked it up for everybody when he did his stunt with Captain America and those guys. Because oddly enough, I completely forgot about that. I thought he yeah. was like in the fucking event. Yeah, it's been a couple of years in the works where you totally forget what happened in Civil War. Yeah, but apparently the guy who made the Ant-Man suit freaking, uh, what's his name? Hank uh, Pym. Hank never gave him permission to take the suit and run off and do that shit. He just took it. When he did his thing and Captain America and the rest of them are outlawed, they're like, yeah, so you did this with them, Scott Lang. You're gonna be put in jail. This is Hank Pym's suit, so obviously Hank Pym had something to do with it, so we're gonna take him and put his ass in jail too. So now Hank Pym has to run off and hide out for some shit he didn't even want to be a fucking part of. He was like, fucking Civil War is a giant dick-sizing contest between two assholes. I want him to do with that. Captain America had the biggest dick because he had Ant-Man. I want... I'm, I'm giving you a moment of silence. I want you to think about what you just said. I'm just saying he had the biggest guy, man. I want you to think about what you said. Anyway, so now we see it's like two years later, and Scott, he's been on house arrest for roughly two years. His house arrest is going to end in like three days. Once the house arrest is done, then he'll have like two years of probation, and he'll be he'll be done. He'll be good to go. Now, the cool thing is they're showing he's still good with his kid. You know, he's doing the very best he can to spend time with his kid, and I really like that the girl actress what was that character's name was it was it cassie was that cassie's her name in the The daughter in the movie abby Ryder forston did a decent job it's a daughter she's kind of like look man fuck this noise just fucking go if you decide to leave they can't stop you You just turn big oh i won't be able to be with you whatever you know you're helping people you're a hero fuck that just leave you know when the first scene she's like they're in this big maze and they're like oh we've got the trophy but i can hear the popos let's go it's like she calls the police popos like what the fuck i expect them to be like Honey, don't talk about the police like that because I don't want you to go to jail. She was constantly had this air of a whole fuck the police attitude. Yeah, Yeah. fuck the police. They took my daddy to jail and he's just trying to save people. Fuck him. I gotta say that. Here comes the popos. I gotta say that freaking maze is pretty freaking awesome. I was like, man, where do you have the fucking time? And then I realized he has nothing else to do. Exactly. I was thinking the exact same thing. Where do you get the boxes from, dude? That shit was a lot of fucking boxes, man. How does he go outside? Get them from wherever. It's it's friends. His coworker, man, that final ride down the steps was freaking amazing, dude. I, I just like they had an ant in there called Anton. Well, yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> I was not aware of that. And, and the girl was called Antoinette. Yeah, <laughs> and they were like Antoinette, let's fly or something like that. It was oh, pretty funny. Jesus Christ! So I'm gonna be hearing this shit all day now. Yeah, man. Oh, everybody I know who saw this movie is gonna be doing that shit now. Hey, Antoine, calling you that because <laughs> of the movie. I'm like, man, shut the fuck up. I've been <laughs> hearing that shit all day. I gotta say, one of my favorite people in 
in here is Walton Goggin. He's as uh, he plays as Sonny Birch. He's my oh. boy Shane from the Shield. Oh I'm, yeah, I'm the, the so guy. yeah. He plays as the uh, an arms dealer. I, I really want to talk about his character. Hold on, let me let me let me move the plot towards right. where, where he is. They showed it back in the day. Hank Pym and his wife Janet Van Dyne, who was the Wasp, they were trying to stop a missile, and what she had to do was sink down to the point where you're smaller than like an atom or molecule or whatever and then you can pretty much right and then you can pretty much phase through whatever you want this is what both the flash and the atom in dc do on a daily basis and they're like what is that is that a thing you guys just find that out they do that all the time because they reference that just shrink down to that size you can go through whatever you want and that's what she had to do to disable this uh nuclear missile that was about to hit like a city or something after part one he's like yeah man you shrunk down to that size and you came back i know that she can come back so his whole goal is to make a machine that will allow them to navigate an area that small and then come back that's their overriding goal i gotta tell you man i have to really give props to the makeup department because they actually made michelle pfeiffer look hot that was all cg man just like her face yeah her face was all cg well yeah they they do that all the time at the very beginning then i I take it back no no but she still looks attractive now like the last the last scene well we'll 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 get into that yeah don't worry we'll get into that so it's like okay he's got his uh, his daughter, Hope. Yeah, Hope. Hope Van Dyne. Okay, played by uh, Evangeline Lilly. Man, she's hot as sin. By yeah, the way. man, she is. Beautiful. But that's 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 part of the course. You you gotta have these ten pieces. But she's nice. Uh, Hope, you and Scott. You're going to be Ant-Man and Wasp. You're going to go get this one last piece I need. You know, we're going to take the entire lab, which is cool because he shrinks it down. just takes it with him everywhere. Once we get that last piece, we're going to go get my wife. Now, I was genuinely pleased and surprised when they had Ghost in there, who was a, a Marvel character who's typically a thief because he or she, whoever has the costume on at that point, can phase through things. Sometimes they'll take assassination contracts. They'll do yeah, whatever. The, the character has changed a bit over the years you know from like a spy to an mm-hmm. assassin to like a corporate tech thief saboteur right. you know so the last time i saw pretty much ghost, on par for what who the character is right the last time i saw ghost was freaking um during the dark avengers timeline and remember the thunderbolts how they always were yeah. the criminals it was ghost was in there it yeah. was like him and uh the white widow and shit and they were all in there and ghost was one of the people on the thunderbolts and i was like oh ghost is pretty awesome no but i was happy they put her in there and uh hannah john Common did a pretty pretty decent job. I did think it was kind of bullshit the way when they did her backstory. I just assumed that she was Persian, but apparently she's half black, half white. The character. Because when they showed her as a kid, she's just dark as shit and she has this frizzy hair and like, the fuck? Then you see her now, her hair's all straight and she's light skinned. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. For a chick that's phasing in and out, she awfully had a lot of time to put fucking makeup on. Yeah, that too. Oh shit, she was in Black Mirror. She's pretty cute. I watch a show called, uh, Killjoys because she was in it. Oh my god, she's hot. No, no, she's hot. Don't get me wrong. You know, give some credit where credits due. Especially when she's speaking with a British accent. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. And I love Anyways. her combat scenes because she's constantly phasing through stuff as she's fighting. But oh, the, she, the, all the action scenes in this movie—they're actually good. Really, really good. Yeah, I would but give that, them that. The first one did not have good action scenes. Yes, no, I will say that straight up. They I had get, shit for action. I scenes. guess they didn't know what to really do with the shrinking and the enlargement. They just things. didn't know how to properly use it. Yeah, here they, they did a good job. Yeah, they doing did that. a great fucking job with it this time. So you know, her goal is when Hope Van Dyne gets her mother Janet out, she wants to absorb her 
just so that she can stabilize herself because she's jumping in between realities or portals or she's phasing in and out. She can't control it. And then apparently she was found by Lawrence Fishburne when she was a child. Lawrence Fishburne, who, by the way, is really phoning this shit in. Yeah, he was. He looked yeah. tired and old that dude as looked, That dude looked yeah, like he, an he elderly man. He was supposed to be Bill Foster. Yeah, yeah he's supposed to be Bill Foster because Bill Foster's in the comics, right? Yeah, he's, he was Goliath. That's right. I uh, want to say when he was introduced, his original name was Black Goliath. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> the 70s, brother. The 70s. What can I Look, say? Man, we, just, everyone, we, everyone, we were so much sillier back then. Everyone had to have Black in the name in case we didn't notice. If you were Black. Yeah. Black Panther, Black Vulcan. Black Goliath. But yeah, Lawrence Fishburne, was, he reminded me of an elderly man at a comic book convention, like watching everybody dress around like, what is going on? What is this? He just, he really, really phoned that are, shit. Are in. you being honest with yourself, man? He acts the same for in every movie. No, every action. No, nah, he was not as passionate as he normally is. Look, yeah, I've seen, I've seen him with a little bit more passion in him. He was kind of just dead. Yeah, no, he absolutely was. He he couldn't have given two shits. Like the guy who played Sonny, mm-hmm. he was having a fucking blast. You could tell. Oh hell yeah! You know, just being a little wise ass dick. Who's the guy? The Pena guys, Michael Pena. That whole team was having fun. The Ti, the Russian look, guy. Man, look, look. Yeah, Sonny was good, but then again, I refuse Walton Guggins. I refuse to ever call him anything but. Shane. If I see him yeah. walking down the street, Shane, Shane, Shane right, what's from, up? From the, from here on out, we'll just call him Shane because that's, that's where I know him. him from. Yeah, he's Shane. He's Fuck Shane. that. And that dude just enjoys everything well, he's in. You know, it was kind of strange to see Ti doing such a family friendly movie, dude. When I first heard like those guys were gonna be his Ant Man's buddies in the first movie, I was like, this movie's gonna be garbage. It's gonna be retarded. Yeah, I saw it and I was like, huh, they, not bad. Ti did a good job. Yeah, they, yeah, they did a good job. Again, they, those guys did a good job as well the second time around. Now I would have actually preferred for Michael Pena to, to have been replaced by um, Charlie Day. Because he was acting like Charlie Day the whole time. The whole neurotic thing he was doing. Like, man, this guy's acting just like Charlie Day. Why didn't they just get Charlie I, Day? I just think the <laughs> script wasn't as tight as it was for Michael Pena this time around. When they did that... Um, He's a comedy relief. It doesn't need to be tight. Yeah, but the jokes, man. I, I felt like the jokes were really lacking. The jokes, to me, felt like I was watching Friday Night Disney TGIF. The writing was just almost on I par. mean, the whole time I was sitting down watching this movie i was like this is the perfect movie to bring a kid to watch there were children in the theater we were watching i think there was a yeah, baby I mean, it, right it, it next was, to us it was more or less it's a kid-friendly movie man no, but I when mean, i say there were children i mean like children when the kid next to us was singing happy birthday yes yes because she, she felt like it and she wasn't mentally slow she was just like three or four and she felt like singing happy birthday and the other kid two levels below us decided to sing with her he started singing happy birthday too i'm yeah. like this is a fucking madhouse i said well, i had a lot i had a lot of kids i mean there was a lot of laughter in my theater you know people were enjoying it it was a yeah, clean movie fine. it was a that's clean fine. movie had, i don't have any problem with it, it's fine. it, it, had, it had not everything person. has to be edgy guys i, I don't think it, no i'm saying i don't have any problem with the kids being here so. look, look, look. Watch, watch fucking john wick if you want to see some old bullshit man. no man no i'm just saying i'm saying look it doesn't have to be edgy it just has to be a little bit you know has some more finesse I was digging it. Yeah, let's just go into spoiler territory, man. Yeah, that's why I asked you if you had the spoilers ready. Let's just go right Trying to assert my authority, motherfucker? Yeah, I'm trying to assert that authority. You know, when the muscle thinks that it's the brain, it's time to amputate. You know that? Don't forget your place. (laughs) So now we're going to go into spoilers. I will say... 
this movie did everything right. You know, it ain't no nut busting Iron Man or something like that, but it's great. I don't feel like I was disappointed in any way, actually. I, I came in with very low expectations. This, this was much better. And actually, it was funnier, too. It was funnier, but uh, I don't know. I felt yeah, like I was what? yawning a little bit more than I wanted to. I understood the comedy, but there was just certain lines that I felt like they were trying to be clever, but the dialogue was just not there to give you that ha-ha-ha laugh. Well, it wasn't so much about them trying to be clever or not they just kept it light which for the past couple marvel movies it's been a while since we had something light. i mean even deadpool it being a comedy it was still dark as shit you know i mean even deadpool right. said at one moment oh so dark you sure this isn't a DC movie? They just kept it light. I like that. Guys, there were so many things in this movie that made me smile. Yeah, it was Dude, good. it was just a nice... What made you smile? What made you smile? From the way the movie started, it just jumped right into Wasp and Ant-Man going on that mission. Uh-huh. You know, you get to see how Janet got, got trapped in the quantum realm. Yeah. And that was really, like, heartfelt and touching. You know what I mean? Then it goes from there to Scott playing with his daughter. Again, heart, and then heart And then the yeah. FBI busts in and the asshole Asian FBI guy with his corny jokes he's like yo i'm also a youth pastor you know all those little things made me yeah. smile and laugh man because not everything has to be hardcore and gritty and i have you know? no problem then, with ant-man being that lighthearted. unlike the other marvel movies you know what keep my ant-man that lighthearted. ant-man shouldn't be dealing with that much outrageous shit in my opinion that's perfectly fine they can keep every ant-man movie just like that and the only to be reason honest with you uh-huh. out of all the ant-man and in, in the comic books hank pym's kind of a boring schizophrenic character unless you play him as schizophrenic that, that that's when he's awesome but scott lang never intrigued me in the comic books eric o'grady was the best ant-man ever because he's more like uh like plastic man he's like a thief he's like has shady morals oh, but I like what they do I never he, read about I, him I, I think he was in the thunderbolts for a while he was in the thunderbolts yeah, with ghost that yeah. you were talking about earlier yeah, he's yeah, like he he's really funny ghost. and amoral he was actually supposed to poison someone and he shrunk himself down so that when the guy was eating he's like fuck it i'm just gonna jump in his mouth toss the pill in there and he jumped in his mouth and he had to basically be shit out of the guy later on and yeah, he's like yep. yeah I didn't I didn't fucking think this through yeah yeah he's a riot he's a riot he's fucking he's totally no, he was selfish funny but never book. thinks anything all the way through yeah yeah he but like was this version funny, of yeah. Ant-Man Scott Lang I just like what he represents you know he's like that he's the poor man like, Star-Lord exactly exactly yeah, and he doesn't yeah, you know yeah, he doesn't right. think things all the way through but he has a good heart and he pulls it out by the skin of his teeth like all our heroes that we grew up the Han Solos and that archetype you know so I really dig it even when he at the end when he grows big to get the guy on the ferry then he passes out to the part where he was push kicking on the truck there's so much cool shit in this movie that I I really enjoyed I love the fact they point out that when he gets big his metabolism is going so much into overdrive that he can't sustain it because otherwise him growing big would solve any and every problem the Avengers ever have just fucking grow big I I thought it was because he couldn't take in that amount of oxygen at one time. Well, that too. All, all those factors, I would assume. Yeah, but I, you know, I, but just just him sustaining that height. He was he was he was oh. way bigger than he was in Civil War, right? And this he was. He looked than like he was, he was like War. maybe yeah. eighty feet tall this time. Yeah, he was pretty, Civil War, he was like sixty feet. Yeah, he was pretty big yeah. in this. But all I gotta say is, when I was watching that final chase scene, is that Atlanta? Is that Atlanta? Is that San Francisco? They were cutting yeah. the fucking city. That up. was yeah, all. That, that, that was more than one city. That couldn't have been the same city. It was Ray who pointed out. 
now he's like, yo, that's Atlanta. I'm like, what? I ain't no fucking Atlanta. Because right after that scene, they showed them go around the corner and you see the steep, the steep hills. The steep drops, yeah. yeah the steep drops of San Francisco. Yeah, was that like, San Francisco? Ray, that's San Francisco. Ray was like, nah, man, that's Atlanta. And then there was like another scene in the chase scene. I'm like, oh shit, that is Atlanta. You know, I'm paying attention to it. And then at one point, they turned the corner and I saw that the street sign said fucking peach tree. Again, I'm like, peach tree. I'm like, <laughs> They couldn't have fucking blurred out the sign and replaced it with some computer-generated shit. They left Peachtree Street. I was like, oh, and come it, on, guys. It's like they're purposely trying to make up a, a, a make-believe city. I was like, there's no fucking way, man. What is, you know what I noticed? What is hey. Marvel using Atlanta so much? Because They probably the got final, a contract or something. The final scene in Avengers on the city streets where everyone's disappearing, yeah. that was Atlanta. That was we Atlanta. saw, like, yo, there's, yeah. there's yeah. a Marriott. Yeah. That was Atlanta. Then we got this this is atlanta and there was i think like two others yeah there was two other the streets movies. i'm like yo that's atlanta yeah, <laughs> like, deadpool, get, deadpool was in atlanta get, as well they probably get wicked, wicked tax breaks for doing that that's what i'm thinking because yeah. deadpool yeah. was definitely in atlanta i would think people would be getting wise like look guys we've been shooting in the same fucking streets all this time Fuck you don't that. Think, tax breaks you think the, the average yeah, the average movie goer doesn't notice that yeah oh, i don't yeah. i didn't notice it i mean i, I, I noticed and even i don't fucking care i'm not gonna refuse to see the next cap in America because it might be in Atlanta. I mean, I did. I did think there were in parts of that was in San Francisco because of the, the yeah, steep hills. So. Yes, it was. The thing is, like one scene, Atlanta. Make one left turn, they're in San Francisco. They take <laughs> a right turn, they're back in Atlanta. They're like folding in between the fucking East Coast and West Coast under the same action scene. It was getting to me, man. Man, Atlanta's becoming like the new Hollywood. Man, you're just gonna get all your film shot. Atlanta and Vancouver is gonna have all the fucking uh, now. Now that always threw me. Off. I like when they film stuff like that in Canada, it throws me off right away because I look at it and I'm like, this doesn't look like an American city. What the, mm. where the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> Like, I noticed that shit right away, and it takes me out of the movie. You know what thing I got to call bullshit here? Who's that? When Hank Pym and Scott Lang and uh, Hope Van Dyne walked into the university, and they looked at their friend, the Goliath, Lawrence Fishburne, and Lawrence Fishburne is talking about some subject, and out of nowhere, he just canceled the class. I'm like, man, look, man. No, 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 that's real. I've had professors show up and then take look at the class for like 10 seconds, and like, was there a party the other day? Like, oh, yeah, it was. there was this thing going on. Like, yeah, I'll see you guys in two days you look like shit you're not gonna pay attention to me and wasting my time what's his motivation not to close not to end the class oh but the students won't learn fuck them they want to learn fucking try harder that, that <laughs> college a common misconception is that college professors give two shits about whether you graduate or not no yeah no they're like yeah you guys look like shit so yeah we're just gonna cancel class for the day oh and for the next two weeks i'm gonna have my teacher's aide in here uh basically doing my job i have one professor only showed up twice for the entire goddamn semester yeah and that was for like the midterms and the final and you paid for that class that was an easy fucking a yeah i wonder now now looking back i needed that easy i wonder what university that was no the one in the movie Oh, that's, that was some dude's garage. With, with, that was, was, like that was the University of Marvel Comics. Yeah, it was an auditorium with, with desks in there. Yeah? The movie, it was a family-friendly movie. I'm not going to knock on that. I well, it gonna... was family-friendly up until the end, after the initial credits. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, that was, in, which I love, by the way. So we already said, spoiler, uh, what did you think about that scene, like, right after the credits? The one that linked um, it up? I knew it was coming, so. Oh, you knew about it? Yeah. How'd you know about it? Because I can't. Be patient. I need to go and read spoilers. See, we had people in the theater fucking freaking out. Yeah. Like women gasping. Oh, my God. From the... uh 
from the Infinity War. Oh my God! Uh, like, yes. You know, what? Right. I was it's shocked. Dope. No, no, yes, there was dope. no reaction you, from 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 the crowd I was with. Yeah. Do you know? They probably all knew what was happening. Do you know there was another reaction for the second scene? Yeah, I was. Bo- I'm upset you made me wait for that. Yeah, it's like this is bullshit. It's like, yo, the fuck do we need to see an ant play drums? Like, if he's gonna fucking do anything? No, because you insist on it. Because you won't fucking leave and go home until you see something after all the credits. Oh well, I'm glad I left. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, wait that to was see a that waste one. of time. You didn't see it. it was yeah, just an it's ant not, playing the drums. Yeah, it was totally not even worth it. You know that. So my question is, who's gonna save? Who's gonna save our buddy Scott? How are you gonna get out of the quantum Ghost. zone? Ghost. Oh yeah, that's right. Ghost can go in there. Yeah, Ghost can save him, and you know. Well, the whole thing is they were getting that stuff for. Her. Or does he? Or does he go in back in time? No, that would just be silly. No, I'm. Hey, thinking- I heard. I heard Avengers Four has a lot of time travel in it. Well, that is kind of true. They wouldn't have mentioned it if they didn't actually think they would need it. Here's the thing. Yeah, exactly. So I think this quantum realm is going to play heavily into Avengers Four. So Hank Pym is going to go over there, go back in time, smack the shit out of freaking Thanos. He, Thanos is going to drop the glove, and then Ant Man's going to go back. So you think time. that's how they're going to stop Thanos by going back in time? Yeah, he can smack the shit out of him. Freaking well, hold, hold, hold have, his leg Did you down. see any any of those? Uh, pre-production images that got leaked before Avengers Infinity what? War came Ray? out. It showed the Avengers like back in the Battle of New York. Ray, look yeah. that up. They all have these uh, up, like things on their wrists. With the little time traveling thing. So I was expecting the time travel to be in Infinity War, but it wasn't. So I assume it has to be in the whatever the next one was called. If you're gonna go back in time, you gotta have that Marty McFly. That's all I know. Can't be doing no time traveling without no Marty. Man. And plus, a lot of the stuff that they did for Infinity War, all the fake promotional. Shit, how do we know that's not fake? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, you're right. But I mean, how I don't do- know, man. I don't know. I'm starting to speculate, but I'm done until Captain Marvel. So what's it's the, good. It's what's, worth watching. What's the funniest part? The part that really just brought you out of here, funniest dude. Part? I cried when I cried when the wasp went into the quantum realm. Okay, that I was cried. in the, that was in the first movie, up. though. That's and I seen that in the scene. last movie, and I still cried. Jesus it was sad. Christ. Oh man, was, was it? Was were awesome. you sad because you know we forever lost uh, Michelle Pfeiffer? And you could hear the pain in his voice telling the story about how she got lost. Look, the most impressive thing in this movie. Movie was seeing Michelle Pfeiffer 20 years earlier when they did that cosmetic surgery digital. That was awesome as well. That, that was, was so touching. I was like, man, I, come on, man. That's that what was, she looked that like. In, touching. That's that what she looked like in touching. Batman too. That's what she looked like in Batman too. Yeah, that's what she looked like in Batman too. I mean, that was the most impressive thing. I, I mean, mean, why are you bringing up Batman too? It's a good movie. Yeah, it was. I mean, Michelle Pfeiffer's in it. She's Catwoman, man. Good, good movie, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing a review with you guys, and that's what you consider a good movie. Yep. For its time. That was a bunch of fucking bullshit for his time. What was the one thing that you didn't like that took you out of the movie, though? You know what took me out of this movie for a little bit? When Scott was in the quantum realm, for a little bit, I kind of got bored. For me, the visuals, the visuals could have been a little bit more trippy. Yeah, to and me, then, and I and I and I saw that tardigrade, and I was like, really? I'm so sick and tired of fucking tardigrades. It, what is is tardigrade like the new unicorn? It's like every fucking science fiction thing I watch now has a tardigrade on it. Look, but there's one thing that pulled me right out, and me and Aunt looked at each other's like, what the fuck? Oh yeah, and uh, it, was, it was at the very end when uh, Hank Pym said, you know, he's there with his beautiful wife. You know, he pulls out the house, he throws it on the sand, and then he makes the house bigger. I turned. Man, it's like, where's the plumbing? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, yo, you just put the house on the beach. Yeah, we're living here now. I'm like, where's the fucking plumbing? There's that's no shit. plumbing. There's, where's the power? That's just self-sustaining. Dude, he, well, you can get a generator. Quantum, quantum realm, man. So what? When they I just, take a shit in the piss? They just flush the toilet and it goes to the quantum realm. So all my shit and piss is just going to flow into the quantum world and just forget about it. Yeah. We, what are, tardigrades got to eat something. I'm going to call oh, yes. some old bullshit to that, man. These guys are just using the powers frivolously. Just like at the very end, you know, you just have all these matchbox cars and they're watching a movie on the laptop, which is actually kind of cool. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna rag on that. That was freaking awesome. That dude. was really cool. That was awesome. But man, you yeah, know. Like, dude, they were like the, the first time when you realized that they were driving around a shrunken car in the beginning when the pigeon. Look, man, that was awesome. The pigeons that were in the street. Awesome. That was pretty funny. I grew up on a cartoon called Sport Billy. I don't know if anybody remembers wait, Sport wait, Billy. Sport Billy. Sport. Billy. Billy. Okay. Yeah. See, this is one of those cartoons I bring up, and I have yet to meet another human being that's seen this cartoon. If it wasn't for YouTube, I would think I was fucking insane. Well, I but Sports Billy really. had a little bag, and he was like from outer space, and he, but he looked like a kid, and he would just reach into his bag, and he would pull out like a car, a little matchbox car, and it'll turn into a real car, or a helicopter, or whatever. So that's what that's kind of remind me of. Oh. Like well, seeing all that stuff. I mean, everything about this movie I thought was fascinating. Oh, and we never even got into the fight choreography. Come on, guys. Point. It was boring as shit in part one. There there, were, there were glimpses of brilliance to see where it could go, where he would go from like small to big, just hit him real quick and then go back small. But they definitely mastered it for this one. They oh, did. They, they did master it. That little scene that she had at the very beginning fighting, what you call it? Sonny's goons. Sonny's goons. Yeah, that was actually really awesome. Yeah, that was pretty badass, dude. And then the fight in the, in the kitchen where she, I mean, we've seen it in the trailer a hundred times, but to see the, how the whole thing played out, come on, man. That was that was very well done. I got to say that the way he, he told her to go fuck off at the very beginning. <laughs> You know, <laughs> to pretty much say, you know, you're going to leave the money here to compensate my hurt feelings because you don't want to give me your technology. I yeah. thought that that was done so well without using any profanity. You could just say, hey, just fuck off. Really? Oh, yeah, dude. And what got me was how did she turn to the wasp so fast? Was she wearing the suit underneath her real clothes? She walked out and came right back. My whole thing is any scene that had Shane. Yeah. I would have preferred. I wanted so badly for him to say something either racist or indignant. I just wanted to hear. It's like, yeah, I mean, the, the, the guy's a douchebag. You want to let him know he's a douchebag. Like, like the conversation he had in Justified. I he think mean, he plays like a Klansman or something. He was in Justified. And the guy says, so what? You got a problem against blacks? He says, no, 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 no. I don't got a problem against blacks. It's just that we all have our part to play. We all need to understand what our social structure is and work to the best of our ability to fulfill our duties within that social structure. There's nothing wrong with blacks. Blacks are just victims of the same social structure that's oppressing the white man a social structure that as always is being controlled by the real enemy the jews <laughs> oh god <laughs> and i was like and i was like you know what this guy is somewhat convinced me <laughs> like, this guy is somewhat so no 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 blacks aren't inferior they're just victims of the jews <laughs> i was like mm, okay all, all, all i don't hate black and comments made by anton does not reflect the additional members who participate that's not, that's in this not podcast me, that's shame don't just blame saying. the messenger that's shame baby it's all about shame what anton said was a quote from a tv show and, and not reflected of the thoughts of the people involved in bringing this podcast also, to you as shane tells you remember remember ray yeah eating ain't cheating oh yeah that's right shane told you that. yeah shane that, told that, me that. that wasn't from the show have you ever cheated on your wife no and, and whoa, whoa no eating ain't cheating uh, she'll no. be cool with it well the hope van dyne mm -hmm. man she's fucking hot man it's all you brother knock yourself out uh how is she not your type i'm more uh chick that play ghost that's my speed 
Hold on, hold on. First of all, Evangeline Lilly is a beautiful white woman. You respect that woman. Ghost is a beautiful mocha, cocoa. What the, what, what the fuck? What nationality is that broad? Uh, hold on. Hannah John she's, she's She's British, but she's obviously mixed. Well, the British really, like, puts them over the top. It's that accent. We always tend to think a woman's uh, better because of that British accent. Damn, she is actually... Hmm. I may be revising my thing. I'm telling you, man. Go watch Killjoys. Go watch Killjoys. You'll watch every fucking episode. What's it about? There are bounty hunters in the future. So they have spaceships and all kind of crazy shit. I think, I think you're right, man. Lawrence Fishburne. Phoned it in. I told phoned you he phoned it in. All I can remember is his gap teeth. Oh, God. I fucking forgot Cowboy Bob. <laughs> I fucking forgot that was him in Pee Wee's Playhouse, Lawrence Fishburne. You know he's never going to live that shit down. Well, hi, Pee Wee. He is never going to live that shit down. Wasn't he Cowboy Curtis or something? Yeah, like that? that's what I meant. Cowboy Curtis. That was <laughs> oh, him. yeah. Flashbacks. Thanks for nothing, bro. Needing money is a hell of a thing, man. Yeah, I guess. If someone said, Look, you're either gonna be Cowboy Curtis, or you're gonna be sucking dicks on Fifth Avenue. How you want to make your money? Cause you got none be, coming in. I'll, I'll be wearing on. the cowboy hat. <laughs> you wearing the cowboy hat, being Cowboy Curtis. Yeah, that's kind of cool there. Shut your goddamn mouth, Ray. I really wanted to see my boy. Shane. Or is, is is that as degrading what? as Paul Rubin redoing that new Pee Wee's Herman's movie where they digitally removed all of his wrinkles? Really? Yes. They put so much makeup on that motherfucker, and he wasn't even enough. He was 60 years old when he did that movie. Wait, Paul Rubin's 60? Yeah. Why is he still doing this shit? Because he needed the money. Oh, God. Because it's better than sucking dick on Fifth Avenue. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's better than sucking dick on Fifth. I'm going to have to make that money. And do we phrase. all know, for those who don't know, why his career ended so abruptly? I I, I think we all know no. why his career. So he was abruptly. pleasuring himself in an adult movie. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I think I they think, had that motherfucker out in handcuffs. I think they. I think they. They. <laughs> I could. I, it I will wasn't never the fact it. that he got arrested. It was the fact that some journalist wanted to make a big deal out of it because he wanted those clicks, and that journalist destroyed his fucking. What life. clicks? This shit was just regular notoriety at that point. No. Yeah. Some, someone went out of their way to really flash that up there, like, "Yo, his superstar was at a porn theater. Random person in porn theater. Not. Oh, I'm gonna go see the new Ant Man." Oh, man, that Evangeline Lily looks pretty hot. Let me whip my dick out. No, I was in a theater that was playing porn, and I decided to whip my dick out. I mean, shit, most cops would show up like, hey, put your dick away and go home. And that'll be the end of it. It's like it's fucking porn theater. I don't even bother with yeah, this. Yeah, and the porn theaters but, are usually like about the size or half the size of a regular theater, mm-hmm. and there'll be like four or five people in the fucking theater. You guys seem to know a lot about this topic. Well, oh. I know I know about porn theaters because, you know, growing up in New York in the 80s, that's all that they had. <laughs> We're fucking porn theaters. Yeah. You go down 42nd Street, which is right now littered with nothing but commercialized Disney shit. Disney shit was littered by nothing but porn theaters. I'm an aficionado on the porn booth, not the porn not theater. The oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm very uh, knowledgeable in that because I used to work there way, oh. way back in the day. People would come in at 3 o'clock in the morning, grab their gay porn, walk to the back, and then come back to me an hour later and say the guy who was on the cover wasn't in the video, so... <laughs> So they, they want to get a new one. Like, you were back there for a fucking hour. So you obviously watched the whole goddamn thing. Yeah, but that guy wasn't in there. Yeah, but you still jacked off. I'm pretty sure you did. So you got your pop. I, fucking move on. When I was driving through Texas once, uh-huh. I encountered a porn drive-thru. Wow. Yeah, it was like a drive-in theater for dirty movies. You know, it's really you know, it's, fucked up for such no, a beautiful, family-friendly movie to end up in this topic. <laughs> oh, you know what? You know what? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty. 
pretty bad. You know what? Let, let's rate this. I, I, I would have gone, gone longer, guys, I but I see, I see what so direction sorry, this is going in for this. This is a rated G movie. Let's rate this. Uh, Ray, what are you going to give it? I'm going to give this family-friendly movie a high matinee. Okay, that's fair. The jokes fell really flat. I chuckled maybe like two or three times. It was a feel-good movie, but I really wanted to laugh a little bit more. It was just really like someone giving you a hug without the breasts. Damn. You know, you want uh, that full okay. hug? I felt warm, are and you, I didn't feel love. Are you channeling your inner Stan Lee right now? Yes. You know when a girl hugs you and she gives you the breasts, or mm-hmm. she just hugs you and she has she's taking that step back? That's well, what that's Marvel I, did. Well, that's why I grab them and I squeeze and I lift them off the ground. They're like, oh, tee hee hee. He wants to lift me up because he's showing how strong he is and it's easy and it's fun. Tee hee hee. I'm like, no, I'm feeling your titties. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Family show. I forgot. Ant-Man and Wasp. Family show. I gotta stop saying this stuff. So. Uh, it's okay. Don't worry. It's okay. Damage is done now. You're gonna say, you said a matinee. A right? matinee. A high matinee. A high matinee. Alright, well I'll tell you what. I would give this, and for the people listening, please don't get the wrong idea. There were people bitching me out because I would have, I gave something like a matinee or a rental after just verbally busting nuts on how good it was. And I would tell them like, look, the movie's not bad. If I give it a matinee or a rent, I'm just saying for what I got, yeah. is it worth paying for a full price movie and going through all that traffic and shit? Yeah. Is it better to wait until it's down to a matinee sort of price and see it then? Is it better to just watch it as a rental, which is usually like, you know, Netflix or some shit yeah. like that, you know, where you can just see it in the comfort of your own home? Is it worth going through the extra trouble or extra expense? Yeah. I may say, no, it's not worth that, but I'm not saying it's not a good movie yeah okay so in this case i want to give people that warning again i'm not saying this isn't a good movie and i've thought long and hard about this oh shit a very 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 high rental whoa come on we took a step up well of course it's a step up i already told you when we started this was better than the first but i don't want people saying a rental a rental somebody docks this motherfucker's address i got some words for him no i'm just saying it's definitely better than the first one and it's definitely worth watching well it's it believable. is worth watching it's not worth going down to the theaters to see is as awesome as that last scene was after the credits it's not worth going all the way down to the theater well and you're not the only one they thought that they weren't going to make a third Ant-Man and Wasp movie. That'd be awesome. That was see, They weren't sure because they didn't know that if they were going to bring in the numbers that they did. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they brought in the numbers. So, I'm pretty sure they're going to make another one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Be, yes. Me being a normal functioning boy, who is I also thoroughly enjoyed this movie. movie Not Unlike my homunculus friends who uh-huh. I'm talking to on this podcast. Those, those I don't know what's wrong assholes. with you guys. I don't know if you were abused as kids. Next time you speak to know. those guys, tell them to eat a dick. I mean, I know I'm not one of them. You're talking about some other guys, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I, mean, I can't. You next week to him, tell him eat him, eat a dick. Hey, Antoine, yeah, eat dick. Why would he oh, tell man. me that? You said, anyways, I digress. Let me get back to, to what I was saying. All right, pretty good movie. I enjoyed this thing uh-huh. thoroughly, much more than the first one, which I also enjoyed. It had a little hiccups. Mm-hmm. This movie, I give it a full price. If you have a heart, Damn. If you don't have a heart, then fuck you. Oh All right? man, very kid friendly movie. Like for me, if, I would have enjoyed watching. 
this as a little eight, seven-year-old kid, and I still enjoy it. You, so if you had money and you're a seven or eight or nine or ten-year-old, and then you go see this movie, would you see it? Hell yeah. I would probably see it twice if I was a kid. And because then, I would too. Just watching this movie, Ant-Man would be the kind of hero I would want to be. And then someone would ask, where's your parents, son? And you'd say they're at home. And then the cops would be at your house taking your parents away because they let you go to the theater by yourself. Are you going to talk about that shit that happened between you and that guy again? I told you I'm tired hey, of hearing this luckily, shit. Lucky for me, I grew up in the 80s in a third world country. That was nice. Okay? Yeah. The police would probably give me a ride home. <laughs> Well, and tell up. my parents, wow, you have such a responsible son. No, you grow up in the 80s down here. Police will tell you don't bother me with this shit. Yeah, they'll are, probably take me home because the, the police inspector was my brother's godfather. So. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you so you, you were in luck then. All right, so we got a very, very, very high rental, very, very, very high matinee, and a middle of the line full price. So for that, we're going to go with a high matinee. Very high matinee, which is good, which is respectable. Please, guys, don't bombard me with fucking hate mail. A high matinee is a good fucking score. And if you have a heart, watch this movie. All right, we will. Yeah, I'll tell you. Go watch it. Go watch the movie, folks. All right, Ray, hit the music. We're in the fucking (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. This movie's inspired a a lot more uh, side shit to talk about. Go on. (laughs) All right, guys. Don't forget to visit our website at g2ta.net and gottotalkaboutit.com. Hold on to your balls. Hold on to your ball. Anytime. I feel like I'm a special agent here with this music playing in the background. Hey, I have a quick question for you guys. I'm trying to look up pictures of Michelle Pfeiffer right now because I'm trying to find out when it was she hit the wall and she stopped being attractive to me. Uh, was Dark Shadows any good? No, not really. So it wasn't entertaining at all? Did you say Dark Shadows? Yeah. Oh, that was some straight up bullshit, man. Oh, okay. So with Johnny gonna... Depp. Yeah, oh, that was garbage. Yeah, okay. yeah, highest order garbage. Is this proper? Is this a proper topic for this music? You're trying to find the wall. Yes, she was. I, I never realized that Michelle Pfeiffer was the chick from Scarface. What? Oh yeah, she was in Scarface. She was yeah, his wife. That was the chick uh, was, was banging him when he was like, "Yo, she was his wife." Help, Tony, like, your wombs, your wombs are so polluted. You can't even make me a baby. <laughs> she still looks fucking tired. I tell the truth even when I lie. <laughs> Your that friend was, was DEA. He said that. You know, I never liked that piece of shit. <laughs> Your boots are so polluted, you can't even make me a pepper. I only got two things in this world. My word, my word and, and my, my balls. balls. I don't break I don't either of them for nope. nobody. Yeah, that was some beautiful, good shit, my friends. Folks. Jesus, why are we still hanging around here? Okay, Look, man, let's find a wall, man. You got to find a wall. I can't find where she hit the wall. I'll find it, but just not on this podcast. I'll bring it up on the next one. 